You are listening to Love Better, where we help you build healthier, stronger relationships, beginning with the relationship you have with yourself. I'm your host, Rena, here with my co-host, psychotherapist, Mary Jo Rapini. Hey, thanks for joining us today on Love Better. I'm Rena here with psychotherapist Mary Jo Rapini, and today we're discussing relationships where you love your partner, but you might not necessarily like them. Now, Mary Jo, it seems like such a strange concept for you to love your partner, but not like being with them, or maybe even like them as a person. So how does this happen, and is it very common? It is common. And in fact, it happens a lot. And it happens a lot when you start shifting your priorities or where you put your effort in the relationship, whether that's taking care of a sick parent. Many of us are in that um, generation where we're now taking care of our parents or you have children. You start putting all your emotional energy as well as your physical into your kids or your job, maybe your work, your project. You're so excited about something at work. And all of a sudden, you're talking more to your business partner or your colleagues than you are your partner. And and telling those other people more about your life and who you are as a person than your partner. It, it's very subtle the way it begins. So Mary Jo, how would this all impact a relationship? And what would it kind of look like? Well, many times what you'll see is that couples will come home and they'll start feeling more like roommates. You know, they share dinner at night and maybe watch TV together, but they're not really engaged. And usually one of them is feeling resentful because they're not getting enough attention. And they may even say to their partner, I don't feel like I'm getting enough attention. And their partner doesn't know what they're talking about because they'll say, well, I'm here every night. I don't cheat on you. I don't go out with the guys. And yet you're telling me I'm not enough. And many times that miscommunication just keeps getting broader and broader. Now, Mary Jo, I I think of my own husband and it takes a lot of hints for him to kind of pick up on cues. So is it possible for someone to not even realize They no longer like their partner or maybe even their partner doesn't like them. Like, um, what are some kind of warning signs to know someone's feeling that way? Well, if you have a very verbal partner, it's much easier because they'll (laughs) usually start telling you. And that actually is very helpful. But you'll also start noticing passive aggressive things like they may do little things that specifically annoy you or leave things like um, if they know you that everything belongs in the dishwasher they may start leaving it in the sink or in the bedroom or wherever they are they may start doing other behaviors usually you can see how a person feels by the way they're acting they may withdraw they may stonewall all of a sudden they're not um, they're just not giving you sharing with you who they are, and you start feeling very much alone in the marriage. And that's when you start getting more resentful and you start looking for things that you don't like. And that's where it all begins. So Mary Jo, it kind of seems like this is setting up for a lot of fights that would occur over time. 
Now, I've heard a lot of couples divorce because they fell out of love, um, but do many ever get divorced because they fell out of like? Actually, that is a very good question because it's not falling out of love that will end a marriage. It's falling out of like. When you don't like the person anymore, you're going to lose respect for them. And when you lose respect, you lose so many other things. You're going to lose trust. You're going to lose confidentiality. You're going to lose your ability to want to hang out together. And just that effort, like if you think about it on a Saturday who do you want to go out with? Like you, you sometimes like to go, like to go out with your friends, but overall, Saturday nights you think about your partner, right? Well, when you no longer really like the person, or you're being critical of who they are or their behaviors, you're like they're so gross. I don't want to go out <laughs> with them, and that's actually what what people will clients will tell me in my office, and so it becomes. You know, pretty soon the the partner doesn't feel appreciated, and they don't. They just know that their that their partner no longer respects them or desires them. So, Mary Jo, when patients come in to your office with this sort of situation, what advice do you usually give to the person who no longer likes their partner? Well, first of all, it's you know, you have to communicate about it. You have to talk about what happened, how you how you feel. And usually underneath not liking your partner, you're going to find that there's all these things like, it starts out real, real um, surface. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like the way you chew your food or <laughs> I don't like the way you talk to that waiter or waitress. But underneath that, you'll start seeing the real issues. I don't... I don't feel loved by you. I don't feel like you give me enough time. I don't feel like I'm a priority to you. I think your work comes first. And that's Mm. a big one. And it's a big one for many couples right now. Millennials are both working. They're trying to have kids. And people who are older and taking care of sick parents, that's a very stressful time. And let's face it, the older parents need care. And so it becomes... A, a real problem in the marriage if you don't talk about it. And if at least one of the partners doesn't say, listen, we can take care of them better together if we're solid. And so we're going to have a date night tonight, no matter what. And mm-hmm. then you you fulfill that. Now, on the flip side, do you give the same type of advice to the person who feels like their partner no longer likes them? Is it something that they can fix? Well, the one who no longer feels liked many times is withdrawn. Mm. And that's actually the one I'm a little bit more nervous about because that's the one that may seek attention somewhere else. Mm. So their advice is, or their, you know, I, I basically help them see it. You know, there's a myth that psychologists give a lot of advice. I guess I am on this podcast, but (laughs) in real life, my main goal is to help people see who they really are and what they're doing. Because when you're in it and doing it, you get defensive, you have to guard it. And so if you take it apart in a neutral place and you really look at what you're doing, for example, if you're withdrawing from your partner because you don't feel loved or prioritized, what message is that sending to your partner? Mm. It's sending to your partner, I'm not available. 
And if you're not available, are they going to take the chance to leave what is available, whether it's their kids, their job, or their parents? Would they do that? No, they probably wouldn't. Now, Mary Jo, I know you might be a little biased on this, but is this the sort of situation that you usually recommend somebody getting professional help for? Or are there steps that people can take on their own to kind of resolve this situation? Well, and that depends a lot on the couple. I love to give the couples um, tips about, you know, that it's important that they each write down one thing they can do um, that the other partner will like too, so they start restoring that connection. In other words, let's say one of the partners really enjoys going um, going to plays, and the other partner kind of likes it too, but isn't that into it. So if if they initiate that and they start going more to the theater um, once a week, or let's say they're both into cooking, but they've really never done a cooking class, if one of them will sign both of the couple up and start doing things like that, doing little activities like that and prioritizing those, like no matter what, we're going to have this date night and we're going to do something fun together this kind of restores working together again and i think the more what i've seen is that when couples are doing things together they start liking each other more and it's easier at that point to get them to talk and to open up about how they feel Mm -hmm. if the like is completely gone so that there's resentment and actual hate toward each other, then then a therapist is necessary because they may even prescribe like a separation, a marital separation or relationship separation that's monitored maybe for a month and just kind of get your head um, get your head and thoughts right. Now if you have kids, that's not going to work. And so you have to rely on family to maybe take the kids and give you a break once a month or once every two weeks, whatever it takes. It's a common, it is a very common um, problem. And I was alerted to it because one of my followers asked me about it. And I started thinking, this is something many couples struggle with, but we don't talk about it. Again, it's the secretiveness of it that I don't even, like I'm wondering how did I ever like him? (laughs) I'm sure you've heard the term or maybe even felt it yourself. You get up in the morning and you look at your partner and you're like, how in the heck did I end up with you? (laughs) That's what this is. Well, yeah. And I I think, you know, when somebody says, I just don't love him anymore, it seems much more acceptable than when you say, I don't like him anymore. Right. But liking is more important. When you get married, you love someone. Like you go through a a process of change. Like you're bonded. You share a name usually, or if you don't share a name, you share a family and you share history. But not to like them means you don't want to be around them. And that's different. We all have times when we love someone that we don't want to be around them. (laughs) And that's normal. But not to like them, not to want to hang out with them, that's not normal. You mentioned that the line between like and hate is usually um, a good indicator of when you need professional help. And this kind of sounds like a silly question, but what are some signs that you you hate your partner or your partner hates you versus rather than just general disliking? 
When they are actively trying to find ways to hurt you, and that's one. When they are malicious, when they um, talk to you disrespectfully, when, they ne- when they're insensitive to how you feel about anything. And I'm not talking about those cases that all of us have where our partner is insensitive to us, like they say something that hurts us. That's, that's more the norm. That's part of getting close to someone and being vulnerable. But when someone makes that their whole life of being insensitive and, and humiliating you, that's, that's hate. Or even more than hate, that's so total self-centeredness that um, a marriage cannot live in that. Well, Mary Jo, thank you so much for your time and expertise on this topic. Before we wrap up, is there any additional insight you might like to share? Well, I do. I love, first of all, I'm going to start that answer with this quote because I really like it. It's by Carl Reiner, and he says, um, Lust is easy, love is hard, like is most important. Mm. Because when you like someone, you basically... Uh, put them in a position in your life where you're around them, you're drawing something from them. And so when couples tell me, I don't like my partner anymore, what what's concerning is not so much not liking someone. It's the fact that they, even though they're with this person and they love this person and they share kids with this person, they've put themselves in a position to to basically judge them constantly mm-hmm. and to um, disprove of the way they act and compare it with some expectation they have of what he should do. And that's what scares me about it. So I would say if you're in a marriage where you're constantly critical or looking at your partner, what you don't like about them before you go after them or blame them, I want you to look at yourself and ask yourself, why am I putting myself in this position to be the judge of his behavior? What is going on? Mm. And usually we'll see that we've, we've built an expectation and that our ability to dislike or disprove of him is mostly us. There's something going on in our life we're not happy with in us. Well, that concludes our episode for today. Remember, you can find more relationship tips and resources at maryjoerapini.com. You can find that website in the podcast description. And don't forget to tweet me at maryjoerapini and go ahead and buy my book. It's available on uh, amazon.com. It's called Recoupling, A Couple's Four-Step Guide to Greater Intimacy and Better Sex. Its um, goal and what I think it's going to do is improve your relationship and help you create an awesome marriage.